Hello and welcome. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. And we are following the glorious, glorious yachty drama that is Howard's Woo! First broadcast on Sunday, October the 11th, 1987. Ooh. Now, the last two episodes have been really quite jolly, exciting, and lots of content, content, content. Mm-hmm. This one, good. Good. Not as glam and glossy. What do you mean, not as glam? We've got fashion. <laughs> well, we've got Jan in a sparkly top. Sparkly top. With rouge, ruched, 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 ruched things, ruched arms. Yeah, it starts off with a funeral, so it's a little bit dire. So, um, this week's episode, um, it was good, uh, but mm-hmm. last week's episode ended on a massive cliffhanger with Explodium speedboat with yeah. Mark Foster sort of going blown up. breakneck speed into a boy. Not, not in a sort of a human boy. No. Uh, it was in a, a sort a, of floaty a, thing. A nautical boy. <laughs> that, that didn't sound better, actually. A naughty boy. <laughs> it's like, no. like Jean-Claude Van Damme. What was it? The No, the perfume thing where it's all a bit... Uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier, not Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme was bringing out a new range of, of perfume for Christmas. Sweaty Belgium! Mmm, <laughs> lovely. Mm. <laughs> so, although I did like him in time comics. There's the splits in the kitchen. Marvellous. Probably does dreadful things to your kitchen knobs, though. So, anyway, IMDB says about this episode, Amanda attempts to apologise to Leo. Sir John wonders about Ken's vulnerability. And Jan can't resist Sir Edward. And there's lots of other bits and pieces. Um, the character Emma, I keep have to say Emma. I keep wanting Emma. To, I keep wanting to call her Caroline or something. Um, Emma. Emma. Emma is the boat scientist person. Emma's a boffin. Yes. She's a boat boffin. Looks very much like a sort of uh, an av- in the mould of Avril Rolf. So, um, but sort of not with the Volkswagen Golf. She's got a sort of scientist pinny on and yeah she wears a, <laughs> a she computer. wears a lab coat and she's got a an amiga, <laughs> that, amiga. She, that she's playing elite on <laughs> and pretending that it's sports schematics we know we know we were there <laughs> yeah. in the, so we were there in the 80s this week's episode we, we obviously it, we're, we're mark foster God cute, rest his cute soul. but sulky sort of sloan rangery fodder um is dead um, obviously, how do we know he's dead? Because it starts with his funeral. Oh. I know. Well, let's hope he is dead then. Yeah, I did like I did like the little sort of flower arrangement in the shape of a boat. Sorry, that flower arrangement was appalling. Yeah, so, dear listeners, the flower arrangement was of a speedboat. Well, that's what you that was his made passion. out of pansies with a rose plonked in the middle. It of was it. his passion. It was his joy. Just to, at least it didn't put like f- I don't know flaming peonies or something in there. You set fire to it. Actually, I don't know if that's a real flower, but it sounds like it should be. <laughs> It'd be more interesting if it was like the speedboat going on top of the coffin into into the crematorium. Instead, it's the coffin going into a hole. The hole was not very deep, though. 
It was a theatrical hole, not a practical one. It wasn't a hero prop. They're mainly found on OnlyFans accounts, aren't they? <laughs> I couldn't tell you that. Don't know. Oh, so, uh, for someone who was such a, such a really popular person, not many people turned up to and We didn't know who any of them were, apart from... Sarah no. and Ken. No, um, and so there was a there was a moment where obviously Sarah is like not talking to Ken or. Well, there was a very frosty, very frosty, very frosty look, and there's she seems frosty about everybody because she she was off in the mourners sort of limo uh, on her own. Yeah, she didn't have any. There was no one's like, oh dear, poor. Does she have no family, no friends, nothing? <laughs> obviously not. She's alone in the world. So like an orphan, yeah. well, an orphan, 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 orphan Annie, orphan, orphan Sarah, orphan Sarah. So yeah, so Ken is a little bit up up the creek without a paddle, sort of thing. Um, well, Andy's consulting Tarrant's one and only banker. Banker. Well, Sir John, he does have his banking with Sir John and. <laughs> the mer- merchant banks wrote Barclays. Uh, no, no, Barclays is a totally different thing. That's the Mermaid Yard. Barclays and uh, Lo- Laurie uh, Meadows is the is the man we no longer ever get to see. But he's the he's the man at Barclays. No, yes. So John's not Barclays. Oh my goodness, he's big business. <laughs> he's city. He's he's city Barclays. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so Ken is a little bit up the creek because obviously most of the shareholding then goes to Sarah. Uh, well, we assume that that sort of Marks left all his worldly belongings um, to, to his wife. To his wife. So, um, so that's like, mm. but there's there's been a wheel. Of, it's there's lots of business bollocks in this episode. There is a fair amount oh, it's, of and business it's bollocks. Just uh, uh, yeah. Way does does the relationship drama really well, but they don't do business bollocks. Well, they do. They, they think they do business bollocks really well, yeah. but it's this is not a, an episode of Capital City. No, and their business bollocks doesn't really amount to anything. No. And none of it actually really al- aligns with anything they said previously. I know it's a. I know I keep on going on about it, but I am still in the dark as to who owns the Mermaid Yard. Is it a subsidiary of Relton? If it is, then Relton are doing a really poor job of helping them out. Of helping them out. If it's not a subsidiary of Relton, well, fair enough. But then, what, but you know, that's all just forgotten about. It tossed is. To the si- tossed asunder when it no longer serves a purpose in the plot. Um, we, 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 we visit the uh, lovely Leo. Um, he is... Fondling. What was he fondling? He was fondling a, 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 a pupil. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we meet the lovely Leo, uh, and it, from going from renting um, windsurfers and all the shiz that goes in the sea, uh, he's now a windsurfing instructor. Yeah. Uh, and he's, he's showing someone to left hand down a little bit, mm, and mm. seems to be sort of holding on to her waistline. Is that okay if I put my hand here? <laughs> and then Amanda turns up and gets. Very jealous, yeah. and then Leo just turns around to the extra. But I think she did have like, oh, okay, yeah, she, she had a she, line. She got a fi- an extra fiver because she, she got a got line. A- <laughs> and then, but but I have to say that she definitely needs windsurfing lessons. That's all I can say. Because he's, he says to her, "Well, you you go in there, and I'll 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 join you in a moment." And then we have a have a scene blocked out between Leo and Amanda. And uh, this woman in the background is there struggling, yeah. with, struggling very badly. Yeah. Ah! 
<laughs> wobbling about, wobbling about, like goodness knows what. Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly he gets blocked out when they move. Yeah. Move the camera. Move the camera. The camera's like, okay, we don't want more of this. She's in the background. So Amanda's apologised, saying, "Well, my fiance doesn't really matter. He's really boring." And unlike Leo, who is <laughs> super interesting, is sparky and sparky interesting. And inter- so we don't see any more of the, the windsurfing. Right, thank goodness. But we next see we see with Leo is 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 going home to 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 to, uh, to mothers. And uh, Jan is there with her sparkly new dress. Um, yeah, because we've had a scene earlier where where Jan acquires said sparkly new dress, dress. which is the one which that, that Jan's talking. Anna Lee was was, yes. was sewing some 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 beads and sparkly beads. So on. Jan's on the phone talking business bollocks to Sir Edward, and um, then it all sounds it all sounds like it's doom and gloom and and dire straits but then suddenly she comes off the phone and says hurrah we've done it we've got we've three got, outlets we've got three shops because uh, she's doing independent business shops independent shops yeah, like, yeah I've, I've spent all this money i've loaned which we don't well it's it's just like this, this support granty yeah loany but she yeah. just seems to be spending money it's like oh yeah and with that money i'm going to buy I'm going to buy into the mermaid yard, which is, we're jumping around a little bit today. Um, but so the Jan storyline, so she's wearing a sparkly top she to impress Sir Edward. She's impressed Sir Edward. But we see her have a scene with Leo and Kate um, at the house. And she's she's there parading and spinning like a top with her nice sparkly top. Uh, in fairness, it does actually look really nice. It does It's got nice. some sort of shawl thing, which... Which goes over, which is very nice, but the back's very, it goes right down to the bottom cleavage yeah, sort of thing. Good job, shouldn't put Well on. done, Jan. Great figure, sweetie. Good job, shouldn't put on back to front, that's all I can say. <laughs> it's not Baywatch. Uh, so, um, but, the, so Leo is back to like series one, Leo. Sulky, uh, Sulky Leo. Is yeah. he, off camera, is there sort of stroking his sort of Greenpeace badges or something? Yeah. But we don't we don't really get Greenpeace Leo back. But no, we, we've got got a bit of sulky Leo. We got su- sulky, so sulky Leo because he's obviously a little bit sort of like mm, miffed out because it it did sort of make up with Amanda in the last episode, but he's still like stinging a little bit about it. But she's fun and I like Amanda. Um, yay Amanda, team Amanda. Um, Kate's there, say, being warning to to Leo, saying, "Oh, don't get, don't, don't get, don't run into these things too quickly." Obviously, she's not really caught up with the <laughs> with what's actually happened, or Leo's not imparted that she's already got a fiance. Oopsie. Oops. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, there's some things you don't want to tell your grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Kate seems to be the font of all knowledge. It, it does seem as though this has been shot a little bit out of sequence with regards mm-hmm. to the storyline because Kate it normally knows about everything about everything so it does feel as though it's been edited in a different way to how it was originally formed but it doesn't matter it doesn't particularly spoil anything um so Jan goes to sort of uh Sir Edwards and Sir Edwards so we don't see the meeting this time um but they <laughs> after going for a dinner which I thought that the dinner, the way it was described, it was going to a dinner with, with lots of people, not just a, a supper with Sir Edward. And then he make, there's some sort of tripe about, oh, the staff have got me a brandy or a cognac that's the same age as me. 
And it's just like, uh, maybe that was like the, the writers trying to to sort of say this is an age disparity relationship. Well, they don't really need to hit us over the head with that because, because it's blatantly it, obvious. It's right in front of us. <laughs> yeah. I was very nice. I was Redwood. Yeah, nice dapper yeah. gentleman. Yeah. Um, he needed to trim his moustache a little bit. Cause it was well, he did look over. a bit like a character from the Muppet Show. I thought in the <laughs> yes, text. Yes, he did. Um, oh, is it one, the one in one of the balconies? Yeah, it was that was Statler that and was Waldorf very useless. about him. <laughs> <laughs> just in this episode, but I think that, I think you're right. He just needs to trim his moustache. Oh yeah, a, a tad. <laughs> but it does look very dapper. And then they have so they have the conversation, and uh, Jan is it's quite quite taken. She's I think she's more taken with the house the first years because he asked her a question about that piece of artwork that he bid out to Charles in an earlier. The, yeah, oh, that was an episode one of this that series. Was. Um, in fairness, it does look a bit dreary, and it's well, the, the artwork. The artwork—it's um, it's a paraphylite sort of thing. Okay. Um, get you, get me, and it does. Uh, uh, although I love big art, I cannot lie. I, I do love big, big pieces. It's a big statement pieces, but it's been jammed on the wall between two other massive pieces of art, which is just okay. This has just been jammed here for a <laughs> for a plot point. Uh, there was an ugly clock, <laughs> very ugly clock. This is plonked right in front of it. Yeah. So I was thinking. So tune in next week for Antiques Roadshow <laughs> with Johnny and Rob. Yes. <laughs> I've got 1970s array of Tupperware. How much is it worth? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> quite a lot, actually. Pristine condition. Well. Not stained with baked beans. I think it would be. It would be quite. Um, <laughs> the, 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 sort of, uh, the, the faint whiff of tripe from it, but. <laughs> So, but so they have they have a little. So he nuzzles. Her, if I he thought it was nuzzled. really he nuzzled. He, he, nuzzled, <laughs> he, he, he nuzzled. Actually, he he swoops in like a flipping vampire. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought he was trying to suck her blood. It was really nicely sort of done. I thought that was that was. He's a gentleman. It, it was a gentlemanly type thing. Although he's a bit of a rogue trader. He's not a gentleman. I mean, well, he, I don't he, mean he married a title. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't mean a gentleman as in a. Gentleman, I mean a gentleman yeah. as in a gentleman. Yeah, but so they have a little no. bit of a. <laughs> for, for, for the the uh, biscuit, yes. <laughs> then a hobnob with, and uh, nom, it, nom, nom. and it becomes very apparent in the morning at the Howard family home. Jan did not come home. Uh oh. Maybe the chauffeur had a puncher. <laughs> so they had to stay. Maybe. They had to stay at a travel lodge or something. Yeah. <laughs> so the Tarrant Holiday Inn. Tarrant Holiday. The Hotel Motel. <laughs> it could be. It's a, they're relocated crossroads. No, 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 no. I wonder if there's any any actors from Howard's Way in Crossroads. Uh, I'll have to check. Don't know. I'd love to fire up the IMDb. Actually, it was that team. sort of period because I think Crossroads was coming to an end around about the time th- this episode. Was. Yeah, it was like eighty-seven, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And so then they yeah. rebooted it. Yep. And it failed, and they rebooted it again, and then it. They, they just. Yeah. I mean, given that Crossroads ran for six hundred years, <laughs> it would be surprising if there, at some point or other, <laughs> there's not there's not some sort of crossover between. Howard's way because and what, because there does seem to be a, a fair amount of Doctor Who crossover 
because uh, some one of our dear listeners mentioned it to us uh, on, on the Twitter sphere. Um, they tweeted us. It's did, very did exciting. They, did we get tweeted? <laughs> yes, I get shivers and thrills of just having Ooh. tweeted. It's amazing. Ooh. And uh, Leo was in Doctor Who, mm. as yeah. was his, his uh, on-screen sister, Lynn. Yeah. And uh, um, Ken Masters. Yep. Um, so there's and a, and don't oh, stop there. Oh, go on. Who else? Morris Colborne. That's Ken Masters. Oh, what was Morris? Oh yeah. no, Tom <laughs> Howard. Oh, <gasps> wow. Yeah. Was Tom? Was Tom? He the, played. The, he played Lytton in a couple of stories. He was a a baddie, working for the 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 Daleks. But then he came back. So the character returned, in, in, in as a good guy working against the Cybermen. Oh, oh yeah. same character. Same character. Fantastic. So, what, was there a crossover? Oh, what was that other sci-fi thing that was super popular? <laughs> well... Was it Severan or was in it? Um, Blake Seven. Hmm? Blake, Blake Seven. Seven. Was, was Maurice Coburn in that? I, I, I don't know. You, just, don't, you can't just ask me random questions about sci-fi. Because oh, you, you adore that, that, that show. <laughs> Blake yeah. Seven. Yes, but um, I'm not as familiar with it as I am, say, with Doctor Who. Yeah. So, but yeah. So they, I mean, they were all good jobbing actors, sort of thing. Where it's unlike some of the ones which came into El Dorado. That was that's around about the same period where they just sort of, oh, you look pretty, you can go here. Because I think they literally picked up someone off the street and gave them a main role because they looked the part. That yeah. was the chat. Well, that's that, sort of like the famous thing about El Dorado. Well, one of the famous things about El Dorado is the number of non-actors that were <laughs> cast. Because just how they look. Because I think it was the one that was married to Bunny, who was Fizz. Was it? Was that Fizz? I think it was Fizz. Well, yeah. Uh, so it, it, uh, not, obviously not Coronation Street's Fizz. No. But I'm, I'm sure I might be completely off, wrong about this, and I'm beginning to doubt myself, and wish I hadn't said anything. But I've got a feeling that character's name was also Fizz. Hmm. Um. Uh, because she was apparently homeless, and he felt sorry for her and married her. Um, as you do, as a, but the person, but the person that was played was called his character was called Bunny, uh, and I think he had a bar, um, and he was also in Rod Jane. And, it's he was. The, it wasn't Fred. Was he Freddy? He was uh, Roger. 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 Ro- That's when they, they moved. From, when they stopped being a a thruple, <laughs> and became a quadruple. I don't know. Rod Jane, Roger, and Freddy. Oh, was it? They had four at one point. Yeah. Did. I did one, yeah. With three, it just wasn't enough. Anyway, he was Roger. Aww. So, but yeah, anyway, we've diverted a little bit there. Uh, <laughs> so it was probably rather more interesting than than this episode. Well, it, this episode, it was very much business. So we, we, we've, so we, they went, we just a bit more business in with um, uh, Avril and Charles, which yes. basically involved getting a, <laughs> getting a helicopter across the... <laughs> Across the water to his French chateau, yeah, where they have a bit of sort of like nonsense of who has this handicap initiative, je voudrais un kilo de pêche s'il vous plaît, um, with no subtitles. And then we, yes, well, we've actually we've just recently planted some new, um, some grapevines to do our wine. And the next thing we have is in, it's in a really unconvincing cellar, cellar. I mean. That was that was that was like Doctor Who standard set building. I'm I'm sorry, but that was just <laughs> poorly poorly done. That, that was, was rubbish. Was, yeah. That was a so, rubbish set. 
and they're, they're, they're tasting the wine from the, the just just planted wine yeah we just planted the, the but here's the wine <laughs> it's like, mm. Mm, another year mm. and it'll be perfect another, <laughs> do you think more some more grape juice <laughs> <laughs> and Avril's there, is like glugging away. So you meant to, you meant to <laughs> spit. You meant to, you meant to spit, not swallow. <laughs> That's where I'd be going wrong with an knowing eye. Then cradles another, a bottle of unopened bottles of red wine, and then they make a few suggestive comments, which their chemistry is really, really good. And then the next thing we see with them, they're in bed, and and Charles is taking a phone call. No. <laughs> bye it's bye just, bye. It's, sell, sell, oh, sell. it's just all this sort of like oh. Charles wants to. Uh, Charles doesn't want to deal with 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 Daddy Edward, Sir Edward. Um, but Ed, Sir Edward's putting some kibosh off camera somewhere else. Sir John is like sort of floating around, sort of doing business. Yeah. One minute advising Ken Masters. So the, the next, next minute, minute is potting, potting some golf balls into a fountain into, at Sir yeah. Edward's. Um, so it's just like, oh, yeah. All I can say is that Sir John must have a motorbike to get around all of these. <laughs> All of these sidecars. We've got yeah. some pickled onions in the, yeah. in the sidecar to jump on, just just, yeah. as a, as a, just to keep him going. Yeah, he just he needs a bike to get around. <laughs> well, obviously, Tarrant must be a little bit small, uh, so it's easy it's easy to get across across town in the Uber or something. Uh, so, um, but it's just it, it's a bit all over the place with the business. They're trying to wedge business into. The pleasure and say, Jan's Jan's meant to be running his high flying boutique, and then Sir Edward's uh, in the morning after the night before, uh, after the vampire action against the the sort of ugly painting and ugly clock, um, says, "Oh, will you come to the races with me?" And so it's not all business. It's got I've got business to do. I've got thing. And you think, yeah, you got three, you got three friggin' boutiques in the, in you the got, morning. You got three bloody boutiques to. And kit out. It's not. And then, oh no! Let's go to the races. Oh yes, let's. Yeah, I've got let's a couple let's. of horses. Because we already know that Kate's going to the races because um, she invited Leo. And Leo, but of course, Leo doesn't go because there's something mysterious going on oh. with Jack, Leo, and Amanda. Because Jack is being very furtive, rummaging through drawers in his office. And of course, we all assume he's looking for the whiskey bottle. But actually, he's looking for maps because it's become very pa- apparent. Because Emma, the um, the new love interest, or Caroline, sort of, uh, no, it's, it's, it's uh, it Emma. is Emma. I, I've checked numerous times. Uh, although Caroline would fit her better, I think. Um, so Emma has, has turned. There, she's a bit more less frosty. The last episode, she was super, super frosty. She was. Um, she was very businesslike and yeah. and, but if and some bloke, didn't, didn't didn't seem impressed. Yeah, but if some bloke in a leather bomber jacket just turns up at your lab and starts asking you things. You might, you might be a little bit taken aback by it. Yeah. So, but um, anyway, she's been very busy on her Amiga with her <laughs> her water tank with things bobbing around on it, and she's apparently she's had a breakthrough. Well, yeah. She's like, oh, well, it does doesn't indicate they've hit something, but I need to see this 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 board thing um just to confirm and test and blah 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 um and john and uh, poor old tom says well the bank's gonna pull on our overdraft if we don't get some good news and so i've got a meeting with this very person he's already spoken to um to jan because jan already offered some money and he's turned up and said right 
So rather than a lend a borrower, I'll sell you forty percent of my shares. This is all that forty like, percent of fifty percent of forty percent of an unspecified sum. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so rather than think, right, I'm not going to get money back. I'm going to get a, a boatyard that's, that everything could, could sink and fail. But um, in fairness, Chan says, "Yeah, it's fine because I've got all this free got money all this, from some other party. I've got Sir Edward's money, and the way things are going, I could have plenty more." <laughs> yeah, I'm tapping wink, up wink. a pensioner with the stately home. How marvelous! He's got some resources. Yeah. Do you like my sparkly top? Be, <laughs> yeah, I'm, pra- I'm practicing his signature so I can forge his benefit checks. <laughs> Yes. I'm just importing some some very bad sort of, sort of bad reviewed life support machines just in case. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, not, not that we're impinging upon Jan's good character. No, she, yeah, would we, do, but, well, she would do none of those things. No. We, on the other hand, well, <laughs> well, well. Uh, so, but in fairness, it's a, it does sort of wedge, sort of takes the storyline, which is it, this Howard's way is about relationships. It's not about business bollocks. But I think because it was like 1980s, it was all the yuppiedom and everything. They had to have people talking absolute nonsense. It's that whole era of uh, only fools and horses, where Del Boy thinks he's a yuppie and he's got a silver hair, a, a silver um, briefcase. And it, uh, yeah. that whole that, but I think it's also more about the, being the era of dynasty and Dallas. And you have to talk about big, big, big business. business and the big oil business and all the rest. But it all just doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense. Considering we both come from quite a business background, it's like um. none of it makes any sense. <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. But you have to suspend, you suspend your disbelief and just go with it. Yeah, so, but, so, Jan said, right, okay, um, the money's there for you if you want it, and I'm happy to do that, so Tom's got a backup, Jack's also asking for some cash from Avril, Avril says, I haven't got this amount, because the thing is looking for £60,000, and that's say that, that, that would have been now, quite a big a lot of money. chunk, it's a lot of money now, it would have been a, I mean, a big wedge of change back then. I mean, last week, she, she gave him a cheque for £2,000 to pay the salary bill, well, God knows what 60000 for, but anyway, so it's a, it's a large large chunk of money, um, so so we've got that. So 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 Tom has got a break glass in case of emergency, which he thinks he might have to have that emergency to do it. But um, Emma's turned up on the um, waterfront outside the Jolly Sailor on a pontoon as uh, Tom and Leo are having a heart to heart, and Leo is saying. Oh, it was so different in your days. Everyone had an expectation to go. And there is, that was a really lovely little scene there. Cause, so Leo arrives on his speedboat in his hot denim shorts, his tight donic denim shorts, and then he's talking about relationships and blah, blah, blah to Tom. I said, it was so much easier for you. And Tom actually says, well, we're divorced. And that's because we were falling into that trap of following a regime. And when we both wanted something different, from that neither of us could cope with that but she's doing very very well and that's that it's all those indications that they will get back together and it's just so sad <laughs> Boo-hoo. Uh, but I mean it was a nice heart to heart because they don't really have a huge amount of of interaction with the uh, Tom and Leo um, but when they do it's really good because yeah. it's mainly Jan and Leo or Kate and Leo. As you say, relationships are are at the heart of, of, of the, the show, and that's I think that's what really sort of a it's got yachts and it uh, as all I think we love yachts, we love we yachts, love yachty love nonsense, things like that. But we also like all the sort of the, the the glittery drama that goes with it. Um, 
But while they, they're having the heart-to-heart and Tom offers him a sort of a, a tuna paste sandwich, um, Emma's like, look, I'm waving something. I think I've got some information for you because she's got all excited about doing something in the dark room. Not in that way. Uh, <laughs> she's developing things. You can tell how like, things have gone on now because it's just like, oh, I've taken a snap with a digital camera and I've, I've expanded yeah. it on my computer. Yeah. I've actually all done it on my phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, she, she, she actually is in a literal dark room developing <laughs> film. Yes. <laughs> Rather than send it down to Boots the Chemist yeah. and get obviously, it back two weeks later. With obviously in the 80s, boat scientists had to be uh, multitasking. <laughs> well, she's a scientist and she probably, yeah. it's pro- she's Spend probably a weekend hobby. at the pro- one, one snap photo booth. She's probably desperate to get into the BBC country country file calendar of the year. <laughs> Taking pictures of badgers and sparrows and what? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be it. Moving cows in a field. Um, so he, she, they go to have a scene in the Mermaid Yard uh, office. Um, and Jack's there, and she's saying, "Well, look, it does indicate that there's been an impact." Um, yeah. but we've only got parts of the boat we need to find that and that's what gets Jack thinking because obviously he's a seafarer um, and he's there checking these charts he's a salty old sea dog he's a salty sea dog yes uh, that reminds me of, so we've got, we've got a lovely tea out with our, fr- our Scrabble friend because that Scrabble friend Kimberly say and her, she's got a little Jack Russell called Salty it goes completely utterly bonkers for balls <laughs> Well, most dogs go bonkers for balls. And quite likes olive, olive biscuits. Well. Mm. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, uh, so Jack's there. That's that's a thread a, a, a thread going for, for Jack. And then he sort of speaks to Leo and they have to get some scuba gear because obviously part of the shack, they've got scuba gear. And sort of, uh, and for some I can't remember what how Amanda gets roped into this. But so she, she's his girlfriend, kinda. Mm, kind of. Well, but she doesn't look. She doesn't look entirely at home in the water. It has to be said. <laughs> no. There's a bit of a doggy paddle going on there. Yeah, I, I would say well, there was a scene with them both like looking a bit sulky on the back of the boat. But in fairness, Leo's invited. I think Leo's invited there. And in fairness, she's really. It's she, a go. She's really good. So they go to the one place and then they're diving down and. She doesn't look very at ease. It's like <gasps> it's the look of panic on her eyes when <laughs> she's in the water because yeah. they are actually out in at, the water at sea. It's not. It's not just. It's like at the end of a pontoon. <laughs> it's, it's how it, 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 which must be very very cold. Um, so and even and Leo saying, "Well, okay, well, it's only day one. It's only day one because Jack's getting a little bit despondent." Um, so they go out on day two, and there's like there's a nice little interaction between. Amanda, Leo, and Jack. There's that. There's a, a that that you can tell that these are all actors that are quite enjoying the experience of working with one another, um, and it does it does it does come across there. We we've got more scenes with Anna, which is they're trying to make Anna look interesting. We're like on the telephone. Yes, well, I need to think about it a little bit longer. It's like oh. For so she's on the phone to her father, yeah. who presumably is pressurising her to come and work in fast fashion. <laughs> well, it's not. No, it's, it's not to work in fast fashion. It's to marry this other person that's a supplier of well, fabric. It's, it's the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> amounts amounts to the same thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, so but uh, it, it's just just not that interesting. She's not been given enough to do apart from like sewing some beads on a top. 
a rouge in some arms, which is a bit disappointing, really. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of get the impression that they sort of really struggled to... To find anything interesting yeah. for her to do, um, which is, it's just like everything seems wedged in. It seems like an ancillary character that um, where they've seen how Amanda and Leo work. So maybe they were trying to have like some sort of like sort of like sort of love triangle with two people wanting to go for for Leo, um, but she just wasn't. Well, that's a bit of a stretch of the credulity yeah, really. it, it is but it, it, you just think well th- that would have made it more interesting and sparky because anna is also is, is talented uh, but she's a bit um abby like but amanda is something very different and very polly like speaking of which we see a few scenes with polly but this this series polly is just not being used as an actress you could probably imagine that she was getting a bit peeved because She's got nothing to do. She just mopes about and shouts Gerald a lot. Yeah, and then sort of looks into the middle... Di- well, she, in fairness, so there's a scene with her in the house and she sees him arriving and she's there sort of looking at the piano and then looks into a corner of a room. She's not even looking out a freaking window and Gerald comes in and she just ignores him just looking at a window. It's like Blair Witch. So maybe that's where they got the inspiration for Blair Witch. Maybe it was. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe it was. Polly being underused. So Gerald's... The, that Gerald storyline is just like that was put on hold a little bit. He's just doing business bollocks and saying, "Well, you've got to be careful, Charles. It's it, it could could make you spread you a bit thin, and it's got to be on tender hooks things. But it does put you in a positive position, but it doesn't put you in a good position, but it doesn't put you in a negative position. But it might put you in a negative position, and it's just like, oh, come on, let's have a bit of work. You got you got some two really good actors here, and they're doing nothing and." Polly does have that dress where it, it, she's in two outfits on this on this one. Um, the first one looks a very very unfortunate stain around the groinal area, um, yes. and you just thought, oh dear, oh dear. And it says that they're just not being used, and it just seems like oh. it's so sad. But there was a nice scene at the races where um, Sir Edward meets um, the, the lovely Kate. Kate's had a little flutter. She's won. And uh, and she has a little bit of a conversation. You can see that um, <laughs> Sir Edward and Kate are of similar ages. <laughs> so, but, but and they've Kate, got quite a lot in common where it comes to horses, uh, yeah. with knowledge of horses. Yeah. But Kate wasn't allowed to have an age disparity as you put it relationship with jack because that would have worked so well yeah but i guess back then an older gentleman and a younger lady that's fine <laughs> but an older lady and a younger gentleman no 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 unless unless it's katamara it's not allowed <laughs> she went to school with avril yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah okay then love yeah. so uh, yeah Oh, it, 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 yeah. I mean, it it works. Okay. I I I just wish Jack and uh, and Kate had got it together because I think that they would have been really feisty and fun. Um, but the admiral's we haven't seen anything of the admiral. I think he comes back in. I don't know yeah. if he comes back into it this yeah. series. I don't know. We'll uh, find out. I know because we're, we're 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 halfway through. We're halfway through. I know. It's like. <gasps> No. So uh, anyway, so Sir Edward's horse didn't win, but Kate was being very supportive. Well, Kate's well. horse 
one. Or this Kate's is, horse won. The but, one she was but, backing. But, but Sir Edward's horse, where he had two horses racing in that. One didn't win, which Kate said, oh, you own that one. And oh, I said, do you have any, any sort of any suggestions? And he mentions another one. I said, oh, yes, you own that one as well, don't you? And then she, she makes a reference to her bad decision of investing into a racehorse. Yeah. Whatever happened to that racehorse? I don't know. Probably <laughs> dog food or something. Honestly. Well, it's, it, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it, yeah, it, it, it's forgotten about now. She's now living with Kate yeah. and working in the boutique. Yeah. But so now she seems to have strayed away from the boutique and there's now, well, don't really now, see in, her in, now in, in, in Jan's sweatshop watching Annalise sort of sew beads yeah. onto a t-shirt. Do we ever, do we ever, do we ever hear any more about Perry Plus? Perry Plu. No, well, we did have, we, we, say we did have Perry Plu in last week's episode. Is there ever see, ever seen in, in in Perry Plu. So, um, so yeah. So we've we've got some. We've had some. So it's it's not too bad. Um, so yeah. So and then we ha- we go back to more Ken Masters and Sarah, which just seems like oh, I mean, Sarah's really she, she's trying to convince that they've killed Mark. No, Mark drove his speedboat into a boy. Well, um, he wouldn't have done that if they hadn't have done what they did. So. I think I think there is blood on their hands. Well, yeah, I but, think so. Yeah, but and, and Ken's trying to try to make it everything work in every way. He's trying to do the sensitive thing. He's doing the patient thing. Um, he's speaking to Sir John to get extra funding to buy her out, so we know what his measures are if she doesn't want to do it. Um, and then they have a scene with her in um, the leisure. What's it called? Leisure cruise. Leisure, leisure cruise. cruise. It yeah. is leisure cruise. Um, uh, and it's dark. She's sat in the dark in the showroom. Um, and he comes in. He's like, Can I put the lights on? And she says, oh, yeah, put the lights on. Um, and God knows why she was sitting in the dark le- in Leisure Cruise next to sort of second-hand speedboats. Like, but hey, it made it made, made for, a, for good TV. I think she's moping. She's mourning. She's being moody. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so I said, like, well, if you're not interested in doing this, then I'll buy you out. And she says, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I'll sell it to someone else. Maybe Charles Freer. Maybe. And that, that sort of drains the life out of Ken because there's a bit of one-upmanship because uh, so Charles gave him sort of the bum's rush with a property deal and it cost him a lot of money. Yeah. Um, so and he's so no love lost between no. Masters and Freer. So, so it seems like Ken's sort of like career or business trajectory is a little bit kiboshed a little bit so it's really interesting to see how he gets out of this one and then we have another scene back on the boat with amanda leo and jack and then so there's bubbles and so amanda's being supportive and stuff and then leo comes up with this plank of fiberglass they're always looking very excited but that was just after the very thing they were needing that was just after the uh, the, the, the tom has come out of the uh a meeting with the bank where they're withdrawing the overdraft and he's with emma and they've got to go and have a meeting with the surveyor or the solicitor with the boat surveyor person um about the lynette um and he's saying oh well so they've got to tell Jack that he's got a new business partner, as in with Jan, um, to organise the funding. Um, but then they've got the, the booty bit, so it's like, <gasps> ooh. So it's like, it's yeah. a cliffhanger. So in those, the, the elements, the human elements were really good, but there was just far too much business bollocks, which was sort of, 
had nothing nothing to do. I mean, they're talking about deals of properties which no one's particularly interested no. in. We've not seen them. We're not. In, we're well, not. We've wandered around a business park. We've well, we've wandered, wandered around a, a muddy. We wandered around a muddy field. We wandered around a, a, a business park with a digging a pond in it. And we've wandered a, a, along sort of a sort of a warehouse area and some dreary sort of waterfronted market stall area. But we've so we've not seen any of that, and that doesn't really make any any. We're difference. definitely not invested in any of it. But Avril seems to be slowly filling up the marina, but we've not seen the marina. We've no idea what uh, it looks like. Um, but, um, they haven't even filled it up yet. Oh, we're not really that bothered. <laughs> so it's that, that human nature. It's all about that sort of thing. It's that. It's that those details. I mean, the boaty bits and things. Like that boaty bits and fashion are always kind of like interesting to to look at um, and to so to be. Uh, but all this business, like shares and boards and Switzerland and. It is a bit, but yeah, but it's it's going along nicely. Emma seems seems a little bit more. It seems feisty and quite supportive, which is nice. It's nice, which is a line in her into a position there, which is lovely. Bit of a potential love interest. Then. Potentially, yes. She's 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 intelligent. She'll she's shack up with Tom in the in the seal. Yeah, seal maybe seal we room. haven't seen what car she drives yet, though. Or have we? We'll sort of see her. See Tom getting into a car, but didn't see which type of car it was. Maybe not. So we got to assess whether a car suitable, or she might have borrowed her, her dad's car or something. She might. Have. You might well if have she done. still lives with her dad, but uh, but hey ho, but hey ho. So I really, uh, so I enjoyed parts of it, but it was back to the business parts. So it wasn't as good and as fast and uh, and uh, frenetic as the previous two episodes, but it was still good. It was holding interest, but it was it did feel like a a mid series episode which is sort of yeah i think we we always experience a bit of a, a lull, a lull yeah. in the mid in the middle as as then things ramp up again for the series mm. finale oh, whatever the series it might finale be this one is like ooh, we don't want to spoil it spoilers. Spoilers. so anyway dear listeners um what did you think Please do let us know. We are on all social media platforms at, mm-hmm. at Antique Dust. If they have any ideas and sort of inspiration thoughts. or thoughts of how Howard's Way should have gone, how could have got, could have been, could have, would have, could, could have, would have, should have. If you want to have a Howard's Way merch, it's on our shop at antiquedust.co.uk forward slash shop. shop. Um, I'm not wearing my houseware t-shirt today. I noticed. I wasn't going to say anything. But it has laundered very well. Good. Um, this is marvellous. Marvellous. Um, and we will soon have a nice cup of tea for my houseware mugs. Yeah. Uh, woo! Merch, darlings, merch. So anyway, it is farewell from me, Jonathan. And it's goodbye from me, Rob. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.